often stray from video games to review movies and other entertainment, but now and again we make an exception for something truly exceptional. Back in April 2011, I posted an article entitled, If you don't like Sucker Punch, you're watching it wrong. This was a subtle jab at the game developers who waved off bad reviews of Hydrophobia, saying that the reviewers had played it incorrectly. But in the case of Sucker Punch, there is something to the idea that you could be watching it with the wrong preconceptions. You can walk into a film expecting an uplifting action flick featuring a bevy of hotties who kick booty in tight little shorts. Okay, this is how it's going to go. Amber will keep the bird on station. Warnie, you'll operate the 50 cal here or the 30 down there. And get something uh, completely different. Don't you get the point of this? It's to turn people on. I get the sexy little schoolgirl. I even get the helpless mental patient, right? That can be hot. What is this? Lobotomized vegetable? How about something a little more uh, commercial? Warner Brothers clearly had no idea how to market Zack Snyder's not-so-little feminist art film, so moviegoers went with the wrong expectations and left screaming about how terrible it was without considering it on its own terms. That would be outrageous! That would be crazy! Right? The underlying message is so dark and so disturbing that any enjoyment you might get from the brief moments of titillation, all that gyrating and moaning, are quickly undercut by a deeper message that reflects the Kubler-Ross stages of grief and the ugly fallout of sexual abuse. It's really quite a show watching a Mac dad who touch them or beat them or whatever. And you will most likely leave feeling, well, sucker punched. It took us two viewings to unravel the majority of the movie's subtext, so we've assembled a spoiler-free guide to getting the most from Sucker Punch. For those who fight for, life has a flavor. The shelter will never know. The first time we saw it, I literally felt nauseous, unsettled, and unsure of what I had just seen. It gnawed on us for a couple of weeks until we went to see it again. This time we were really watching the details and unraveled the majority of the movie's subtext. People underestimate Zack Snyder as a director, mainly because he's adapted comics like 300 and The Watchmen, and existing screenplays such as Dawn of the Dead. Sucker Punch was his first original film, and he did a small disservice by discussing how the subject matter gave him and co-author Steve Shibuya free reign to throw in anything their wild imaginations could concoct. This suggests that things like steampunk Nazis... German doctors and engineers have worked out how to return their fallen to the front lines. They're using steam power and clockworks to keep them moving. ...have no meaning or symbolism in the world of Sucker Punch. But they do. Don't feel bad. Stop killing them. They're already dead. We're already dead. The brothel is how Baby Doll's mind reinterprets the asylum. She sees how the orderly runs the place and abuses the girls who are committed there. The club's a front for his business. Guns, gambling, medication, special favors. He brings in his clients, and we gotta make him feel, you know, special. Once we enter the world of the brothel and Baby Doll's deeper fantasies, the other girls represent fragments of her own personality. We can deny our angels exist. They can speak through any character we can imagine. Ever wonder why Blondie is actually a brunette? Yeah, now it's starting to make some sense, isn't it? Sweet Pea is basically the voice of reason. Baby Doll's conscience. If it gets too hairy, if I say it's over, we stop. While Rocket represents her relationship with her own sister. Have you just ever wanted to just take something back? You know, something you said, something you did, all the time. The wise man is a trusted friend or relative, probably an uncle who'd no doubt shared his cliched, sometimes coarse little wisdoms every Thanksgiving. 
If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Baby Doll's self-prescribed mission fits with Kubler-Ross's five stages quite neatly. I'm going to help you to be free. You will need five items for this journey. Denial. The map. Anger. Then fire. Bargaining. A knife. Depression. And a key. He said five things. The fifth thing is a mystery. It is the reason. It is the goal. It will be a deep sacrifice and a perfect victory. Acceptance. Only you can find it. And if you do, it will set you free. Ultimately, Sucker Punch is not a movie to be enjoyed so much as experienced on an intellectual level. It holds a mirror up to abuse, and it's not a pretty sight. I'm going to be honest with you. It makes me feel like I'm this little boy sitting in the corner of the sandbox while everybody gets to play with my toys. But me, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my toys, and I'm going to go home. And it's packed with elements of fantasy where the abused gets to say no. You'll never have me. The director's cut Blu-ray adds a few scenes that fill in some missing details, but the action scenes are longer, and this is not really a good thing. The action scenes are allegories and revenge fantasies, and making them longer actually deadens their impact and delays you getting back to the real story. You have no purpose, and we don't keep things here that have no purpose. Every time I watch Sucker Punch, it's like descending down a very deep rabbit hole. I find new layers to peel back, new hidden meanings to extract, and we hope you can too.